They might have ass cancer. What the fuck is ass cancer? On a very chilly Friday on February the 12th, 2016, live from the Live Dudes Bunker, it's the Live Dudes Podcast. My name is J-Mac, host of the show, and you are... Adam LeSueur. And our lovely, often returning guest, Miss Kay, is in the house. I am here in a cold seat because y'all didn't bother to warm it up for me. Shit! Well, we, we turned the heater on down here. For those of you who listen to the show that are not from the St. Louis area... It sucks here in the wintertime. Oh, it blows. Yes. And the bunker, oddly enough, is downstairs, and it gets cold down here. It's great in the, the summertime. Oh, it's nice in the summer. Because it's nice and cool down here, right. but, you know, for the winter, it, it sucks. But there's a little space heater, and uh, because Adam tends to be a sort of a delicate flower, we, <laughs> we turned on the, the space heater, and yes. then I said, you know, Miss K will probably like that, too. I do. I like yeah, the heat. Uh-huh. Ever and since then, I lost fifty pounds, I, I don't get as warm. And, and get then Adam said, "Adam said, well, so will uh, Naomi." I said, "I don't care about her." <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I would like to wish a very special Happy Valentine's Day to my lovely lady Naomi, who will not be on the show tonight, even though she is in the room with us. We so miss you. So, Miss Kay, <clears throat> it, it's been what's been about a month or two since you've been on the show. Uh yes. Has it been that long? Let me no, check. because I, I it was came three from, weeks. Didn't I? Didn't it's I? Only been three weeks. Didn't we? Didn't I do the show for my birthday? Right around my birthday. Let's see. The last right? show you were on was Baby Pod the Singing Vibrator. Oddly enough, which was February eleventh. No, no, that's that's wrong. Never mind. That was that was like about a month ago. Yeah, so it was right around my birthday. Yeah. Okay. See what? Technical note. You when fucking that, did that, that backwards, that, didn't that, you? No, that date there is the last time I opened the folder, which I opened. Oh. I was oh. doing some. I was doing some Yesterday. sound editing. Technical. You're jacking off to it yesterday, what? Technical note. Oh, okay. My Technical bad. Sorry. Note. Got mixed up there. My bad. But we're upstairs and we're sitting around the fire and I'm flipping records. What, uh, did you guys have a favorite of anything that I that I spun tonight? DJ J Mac and shit. Uh, personally, what was his name? Mr. Mr. Cummings. Oh, Burton Cummings? Burton Cummings, Burton yes. Cummings. That was pretty much my favorite of the evening. Burton Cummings was the singer of the Guess Who. The yes. guess who our lo- younger listeners are saying, I still don't know who, who the, the fuck, fuck you're talking who? about. They guess sang that song, American Woman, stay away from me. That one. That right. was my Burn Cummings. That was, eh, it was pretty good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll quit saying stuff. Burton Cummings left the Guess Who, and they became Bachman Turner Overdrive. And I played Burton Cummings' song, which... Uh, you know, looks you, like a freaking your creeper. mama. Your mama won't know because your mama won't mind. Right. And on the album if cover, I touch you on your on behind. The, on the album cover for kids that that don't know what albums are. Right. Bands used to like make between eight to twelve songs and put it out once every year or two, and there would be a cover. Mm-hmm. Like you know that little icon you see on i on your iTunes account, kids. <laughs> right. That used to be as fucking big as your computer screen. So suck yeah. on that. And I collect records. So you're saying the Burton Cummings? I got all aggressive there. Why did <laughs> you were totally? I don't, yeah, I don't know why. Kind of abusive. Like, calm down. I mean, kind wow. Jesus. So Miss Kay, you're saying uh, Burton Cummings was your favorite? That was my favorite. That's Most... yeah. You know, you don't know how happy that makes me. Why? Because I pride myself on the fact that uh, I have a collection that could choke an elephant. Like you could literally be like, "Hey, I want to listen to some Kenny Rogers." I'd be like, "All right, we'll turn on some Kenny Rogers." Right. 
Uh, Burton Cummings, I got that. I got the Black Keys, I got Oasis. I got ACDC. I like the Blue Oyster Cult. I got called. Rush. Yeah. Is that the Don't Fear the Reaper? That's the one you dug? Yes. I love, I love my record collection. But How'd you get Rush? Uh, I think did 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 uh, did somebody give them to me? I think it's what you. Oh, oh, it was me. You gave I me bet. like seven Rush records. <laughs> I was gonna say. I what gave, are you missing? Two of them. You you gave me Neil Diamond. <laughs> I gave you Neil Diamond. Oh, Billy and, Ocean. And Billy Ocean. Yeah, I gave you. I'm the not Billy gonna Ocean thank album. you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Dang. that bad. But Damn. but you know what made up for it? Janis Joplin's greatest hits. Fucking oh, high five. Fucking high five there. Yeah, um, but nothing you, wrong with but what leads me into that conversation where I'm going with this because I have a plan. I know exactly oh, where I'm do? going. Yeah, I'm steering. Mm, I'm hitting. Wait. I'm hitting trees and fucking <laughs> cows. I'm just fucking veering off into all kind of fields. Wow. You. We were talking about when we were kids. Yes. Uh, Adam, you and I. Yes. Yes. And yes. we went to see the Nutcracker at. Either we haven't decided whether it was the Florson Civic Center or some really big important place downtown. Right. Exactly. And the uh, the the Nutcracker was basically it's like a it's like a the Nutclapper. No, the Nutclapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a- that sounds like I need some medicine for that. Oh my god! For a second, I thought you were slapping your cock. Please don't. Sometimes I do. Sometimes no, that, I don't. That's not that far down his leg. Oh. <laughs> because it was on the other side of my other leg. Continuing along my train of thought. Yeah. It was a ballet, was it not? The Nutcracker and Miss Kay, you can jump in on this too. Yeah, it's a ballet. And as a, well, I guess we were like 12. Dude, I didn't know what to do with all the women wearing almost no clothes. Right, with big boobies. Yeah, Most some of the ballerinas ballerin- have no boobs. Well, but these they ballerinas did. were like some ghetto ballerinas. <laughs> <laughs> you could say honky tonk and a badonka donk, but I mean these say what these these ballerinas were top heavy. Oh yeah, very top heavy. But was more, but what was more distracting to me than the chicks were the guys that and I'm just gonna seemed stop to have right incredibly there. large penises but didn't seem particularly masculine. Because what, <laughs> what is he always attracted to? Big, huge, veiny cocks. He's always saying, talking about I didn't about know them. they were veiny. They just look big. Yeah, I'm okay. just saying that, like, I, I'm not saying I necessarily find male belt uh, what do you call them? Male ballet ballerinos. Dancers. I don't know. Male <laughs> ballet dancers. I mean, they are they are literally tossing these women around. They are lifting them over their head for extended period of time. They could beat your ass. I mean, these men have got or at to be least strong. dance over. I've it. seen a lot of those mo- same moves in porn. You know, right. seen the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. the helicopter. Wow. <laughs> what porns are you watching? I, I'm not going to get into my porn watching habits. Right. No, uh-uh. no. It's it's pretty standard stuff. But so you're saying that that uh, you were not impressed by the male ballerinos? I mean, they, they're impressive and like they're they're strong, but not sexually. Uh, not really. No, what I but see in my mind, this is where my 12 year old homeschooled may baby Jeebus cry. Right. I was thinking about what was going on in the dressing room with the women. Right. And and wondering if any of them guys with them huge cocks ever got to get, <laughs> got to get in there. There would there would have to be I mean I'm exaggerating a little bit, right. but I, I definitely right. wondered a lot about the women and it seemed rather scandalous that you could be allowed out in public, much less that our parents would take us to a place right. with I mean, dude, they I, I remember it's like red. 
Red and a lot of camel toe. Right. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I yeah. remember I remember walking out and overhearing my mother and DE's mother yeah. saying, Maybe we shouldn't have taken them to this. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Really? Because there was a lot of awkward pauses. Like on this show, you know, crickets. Right, yeah. Well, you know, that kind of reminds me when I was in my mid-teens for school, we went to see Richard III at the, oh boy, where did we see that? I believe it was the Sheldon, if I'm not mistaken. And they did it in old Shakespearean style. So there were... These and those. Well, well yeah, obviously. Um, no. He cometh and sight So it had really minimal vagina. sets, but they were dressed up in like, Tight tights. Oh yeah. And so, but then there was. Oh, a, so it wasn't the sexy tights. No, it was like it was tight where they tights. had the, like little doilies around their waist and shit. Exactly. And then by the end, they were oh, having like yeah. a battle scene, and they were all like, they were Hi-ya! huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to poke you with my sword. <laughs> yeah. And they like how you poked me. <laughs> they had huge runs in their tights, like so that you could see their entire leg. And someone I just was remember, running down their tights. And I, I just, I just remember thinking white? to myself. My God, is this supposed to be sexual? Because it, it comes across that way with these men, grown men in tights, torn tights, around torn tights. But yeah, so I get the I get the sensation you were going through at that point in your life. The only the only other thing that I can ever remember seeing on stage was Chicago, like that type of thing. I never we never were allowed to go back to any Nutcrackers. But me and my lady went to Chicago or went to New York to see Chicago. Really, the musical. I, I've seen I the swear, movie. I swear, every single one of those those men, yes, incredibly gay men, right, and all those women, they could all fucking kick my ass. Wow, all of them. Mm. I mean, I'm in. I I'm not embarrassed to say, right. but if I had any dignity, knowing that they're with the with the ballet shoes on, could fucking you know kick my nutsack back up into my fucking Adam's apple. Right, that scares the shit. I mean, I would never fuck with those dudes. So they are like very a- very uh, fit. So it looked like a mini dick. What? Whatever. Okay, yeah. Still have the two continuing balls on. Of a mini I'm dick. Not, I didn't even what? His Adam's apple. Keep the balls up to his Adam's apple. Throw two balls. It's of a it's mini it's dick. called it's called secondhand. <laughs> oh my god, dude! What are you on? No, but I, I was I was just surprised at, at how physical. Ballet. I mean, ballet is not it's not easy. No. Um, but. I was. It was awkward though, as a homeschooler. You know, getting back to my to my point, being did around have, that. Did you have fantasies about it? I did. Did you touch yourself? I can't. I don't remember that. That's a long time. I don't remember every time. Oh, well, I, I, I don't have like a. I don't have a count. You don't have a count special. No, I do, but I just. I don't have a count. I don't have a count. How many times? Yeah, how many count? How many times you touched yourself? But do you do you remember seeing uh, the ballet and being? Excited by it? Uh, yeah, because I think I walked out with a boner. How do you... You don't know. We were like 12. Exactly. You were 12. You're almost Damn. 40. How would you remember Damn, that? Damn, you ain't got to rub it in. <laughs> no, I, I definitely remember some uh, carrying some lumber with me back to the car. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, bam. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. It was a lot. It was a lot for a homeschooled kid to go to a ballet. Because when they told me where we were going, I'm like, right, Fuck! exactly. You know, ballet, yeah, great. Right. And then we got there, and I'm like, I think I'm in love with the ballerinas. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but uh, yeah. you were talking about, you went to, uh, 
What was it? The, like oh, some kind of child? Yes, this is like- We're jump. This now it sounds like- We got to do a different segue because that sounds too perverted yeah, for does. where we're going with that. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what? Uh, when Here's the, here how I'll tie it in. Do you remember that movie Blades of Glory? Oh, yeah. Yes. And Will Ferrell is the- the the skating guy and he's yeah. doing, he's doing the fucking nutcracker with the yeah. fucking that's what the story she's getting ready to tell that's who I imagine doing this children's show like fucked up drunks oh okay T- tell I your story you. now okay so, I think I cleared the air I mean, I you know no yeah, what maybe. I was saying was that you know someday <laughs> someday your your son is going to want to go to like uh, Sesame Street you know live and I was telling I was telling you that. One I'm gonna time. take him to the Nutcracker. Oh, don't do that! Dude. <laughs> no, I so I took my friends' wow. as kids who were five and six at the time to the Wiggles, which I had never seen before, uh, and they are—I think they're Australian or something, or British or whatever. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they and are they, Australian, and, they, and they're in like polo shirts that are yellow, blue, and red, and they sing. Sounds like they're from the land of pedophilia. Right. That's exactly what I thought when I finally saw. It, I mean, this sounds fucked up. It, it, it feels fu- like if you ever watch. It's called the, show, the Wiggles. The Wiggles. The I, Wiggles. I don't. That sounds like a child molester word. It does. Right. It's actually right. I'm not on, joking. It's right on par with the Teletubbies for me. Like the Teletubbies are so fucked up, weird. Dude, I can't fucking take you serious. My my, my what me? <laughs> Why did my head look weird? You're all are so fucked up. So he's like. I'm fucking serious. So, uh, so the Wiggles are doing their thing and they're dancing and all this bullshit. Are they wiggling? They're wiggling. Yes, are they wiggling they're dancing their and wiggling and shit. And then, so they go away and the curtain comes down and the kids, all of a sudden, it like it's dead quiet. And I'm talking like every single person is quiet. It's like chirping. So, so like when they walk off stage, it's just dead silent. Like crickets? yeah, they they put the they put the curtain down and that's it. There's no goodbye music. There's no nothing. It's just quiet. You know, just they go like, back to their Jack Daniels in the dressing room. They go back to their room. Jack Daniels. <laughs> Jack Daniels and, Fuck these little pricks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's really quiet for about five seconds. And then literally every single child, and I mean every single child, all of a sudden goes. Oh, it started throwing fits. I'm so even the five and six year old that oh, uh, you my, took did. Oh no, I gave them dirty looks. I was like, "Don't you even start that." Oh, okay, well, thank God. Don't you even start that. I am well acquainted with that sound, Miss Kay. And like the it's, crying, it's, fucking three year old. Yeah, and I wake up and fall asleep to that sound ringing so in my goddamn ears. You can hear children all around you going like, wow. "Where did they go? When are they coming back?" Really? Did they? Did they, <laughs> did they come out and sign autographs? Uh-uh. No. Now, I think see, they did now, that before that is, the show. That is fucked up. Well, As a kid they show, may have kids, done that before it. Kids need to know. You, you can't fucking just turn off the TV and expect a three-year-old to fucking just calm down. At, at that show, they need to know. We got to, like, fucking, you know, like... So wait, step out slowly and come. You know, you you can't just shut no, the music off. So you're off. saying that was they just that was the end of the show? Yeah, they they did the end of the show. They did their last little number, and they were like, "Okay, goodbye," and they're waving. You know, no, my kid would wow. scream. My kid and would fucking curtain, throw down. The curtain went down, and the children at first, I guess they thought they were coming back, and right they for like realized, an encore. Yeah, you did. None of them were going. No, because they didn't know. And they just who's fucked up. And then everybody in that every child in that whole place just lost it. Really? I mean, just there were there was crying, wow. people having to carry their children screaming out the door. That's I mean, a, that's, and, that's redundant. And up to this point, they were enjoying it. So it, oh, was, they were it wasn't a great like time. it wasn't like they were all crying while the music was no, on. No, they were happy and as the, hell. Okay, all right. No, what they were upset about was that they were gone, and they were like, "Where the did these people go?" You know, and they are just 
losing their minds. No, kids, kids, Adam, you got five. Right. Kids don't fucking care, do they? No. And when they're three years old, all they know is, I want it, I can't get it, it's your fucking fault. Well, basically, yes. You know, and you love them, and so you're like, I have to be the mature one. I can't throw my poop at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I tried doing that once, and yeah, I got a lot of frowns. You can't no, just you shoot have, your hand and toss no, it at them. You have to be the mature one. Right. And they just don't get it, and you're like, um, like for instance, this this evening, Miss Kay's cooking the food. Right. Wonderful Salisbury steaks. By oh, they were awesome. Wonderful. Homemade Salisbury steaks. That they were was great. My bad. child decides five minutes before we're going to eat that he wants animal crackers and he wants it now. God damn right. it! <laughs> and he's he's going to fucking you know climb the the. Uh, I have to close the pantry and lock it because he'll climb up like Spider Man up into the fucking damn. rafters. To, you know you can't. Inventive little kid, ain't he? So we're like, you know, dude, you're not. You you need to wait. Go in your playroom and wait. The fuck, sit the fuck down. We I didn't say that to him. You sure? I said, you know, I said, sweet, you know, sweetie, go in, and, we, and I, I went in, and I sat with him. You're him. lying sack of shit. No, I did. I went he in there. Go in there I went in there. I sat he with him. I, 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 I said, I never heard no. Sweetie, sweetie, just said, sit down, play the cards, I'll read the book. I always do sweetie. that. I always do that after I get mad at him. Oh, do you? So you know, I said, I'm trying to explain. You're trying to explain logic to a three year old son. You smell that cooking? That is Salisbury steak that you know you're going to eat. Poop. I want to eat the poop. Yeah. Poop. Everything's poop. I like poop. Poop's good. I want to eat the poop. He doesn't care about the food you're going to give him in five minutes. All no. he sees, right, is is like two fucking animal crackers like those fucking, the fucking Twilight Zone. <laughs> you know? Wow. Or just one, like just spinning. Like Did hypno. you see that? that- and, and that's what these, the wiggles, the, you, you got to fucking... You, I guess maybe they're like, fuck, they're going to cry no matter what we do. Well, pretty much. I mean, they right. can come on for three encores, and when they finally decide no more, you know those kids are going to lose their brains. Well, I yeah. mean, they're going to be like, Aah! Right. Yeah, because the kids, the kids build up to like a fever frenzy. That's it. There, there's, that, there's that speed at which you can get a child of which the only end result is screaming and crying. Right. Well, yeah, because even if it's happiness, they, they can be so fucking happy that their mind will fucking explode when it tries to switch into another emotion. Wow. You know, I mean, there were some children there who, I mean, they were so happy to see the Wiggles that they were like jumping around and screaming at they the top crying, of their lungs. They? No, Thank and like, God. but but they surely couldn't hear the Wiggles, but they were so goddamn excited about it. I mean, I'm just telling you, I'm never doing that for your kid. I wow. will never no, take your kid no, to because I'm never, I'm never going. I'm, I'm not even going with it, you. Dude. I, I can't. But explain to me a little bit more about what the Wiggles are actually doing. Uh, Do, are they telling yeah, a story? What are they doing? They're doing little skits and stuff. You know, like, like what? Like inform it. Like you remember here. This this is a good one. You remember when um, Mr. Rogers sang us the song about how you will not go down the drain? You oh that? yeah yeah yeah. Okay, it's sort of like that. Yeah, I had to go over that with him a few times as yeah, we were growing up. Like Adam, you get you need to get in the, you can't go down the drain, dude. Why? My, Mr. Rogers said you can't go down the goddamn drain. Whatever. I I want to go down the drain. No, you know, asshole. What I'm saying is it's kind of like that. So they would have these little skits, almost like Blues Clues or stuff like that. Uh, so you know, they okay. would have props around, and they would be like singing like cowboy songs, and then they would have little cowboy dancing, okay. and then. You know, or they would have got uh, themselves a little hold down. You know, that just sounds weird to me. That it is that, weird. that that grown ass people would do that. Right. Make, here's the thing, though. To my knowledge, and I, you can check, you can fact check this if you want to. I think at one point the Wiggles were like the second or third highest selling live 
Really? Production in the country or you something. You fucking I mean, serious? So they were something ridiculous. So they start dudes get on stage and dance no, around like and wiggle their wiggles. They okay, started with Jack Daniels and ended up doing cocaine before the show. Oh, you know, yeah, but that I, makes I swear sense. they made like a ton of money or like one of those children's traveling children's shows was legit making like some of the highest grossing. Like Bozo the Clown. Once they once they that. became once they became uh, cokeheads, they just they they went from the wiggles to the jitters. Were they just called them the jitters. Bozo? Dude, Bozo was awesome. Is that a real thing? Up? Yeah, because it was on what w- the fuck? Are you what the fuck? Serious? What the fucking state channel was Bo's uh, on? WGN. Yeah, Channel Nine. Uh, no, that's PBS. Oh, dip sorry. Shit. WGN <laughs> was from Chicago. <laughs> They're fighting again. Asshole. They're fighting fuck. again. <laughs> well, don't say Get stuff that you don't know. I knew what you meant. I no, just forgot w- what the well, number see, was. WGN was cable, and I didn't have cable. Was WGN for, cable? For I, I, until I was a teenager, I didn't have oh, cable. Oh, you know what? You're right. WGN was cable for a while, dude. Yeah, it was. No, and, if it went on PBS, I wasn't seeing it. Um, And it was like a show where like... Use your imagination, dog. They he, can't Bozo afford that shits, shit. But the majority of it was like a game show for kids. Right. So like the kids would sit in these bleachers and Bozo would come out and he'd be so like... So it's like Krusty the Clown. Sort of, but not scary. Right, exactly. Well, Bozo was nice. Like yes, he wasn't he was. a scary clown. But yeah, they win like bikes and money yeah, they win and bikes games and, and money. shit. Yeah, I always wanted to be on that show, I did too. Dude. It would have been so yes. fucking awesome. Oh my God. But have you guys ever seen that movie? Um, it? Ugh, shut up. Killer Clowns from Death, Outer Space. Death to Smoochie. No. Death to I've Smoochie. I've heard of it though. Robin Williams. Hold on. He's the, yes, I have. Yeah, the, it, Robin Williams plays like a child, like a Barney. Correct. Oh, I don't Barney, remember this. I think I heard about it. Fucked up. He's yeah. on drugs. Oh yeah. He's a he's into fucking whores. Oh yeah. And he's just fucking crazy. And he's like the number one. You know, he's like sweeping the nation, like right. Teletubbies. And he's exactly. a fucked up dude. And I've always thought that to do that, you'd have to be fucked up. And I was not surprised, not a bit surprised, when it turned out that Elmo was doing some, you know, not so legal things with teenage boys. Here's the thing, though. Mr. Rogers was like a super well, nice guy. Well, not Elmo. Like, you know, Mr. Rogers was like a super nice guy. Yeah, he's legitimately a super nice guy. Everything right. that I've heard and read about Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, he actually was what he said. I listened to a podcast where Kevin Smith interviewed Mrs. Uh, there was a chick that was in Make Believe Land. You know, the kind of cute one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what her name was, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. And she's, she was like, I'm sorry. You know, she's like, I see some of the jokes online. She's like, I don't get it. That dude was exactly what he, he showed himself to be on TV. He was kind of boring. He was square. He loved kids. He was just clean, wholesome. That's hard for me to believe, but I guess if there can be... On one end of the spectrum of Charles Manson, there would have right. to be a Mr. Rogers, exactly. right? Exactly. Well, right. one cannot heard, exist without the other. <laughs> I, heard, I heard a story where Mr. like Mr. Rogers wow. killed that dude. Where like a, a, a blind girl sent him a letter and said that uh, she never you couldn't read it though because well, no. no, she sent him the letter and she, the letter said basically that um, she never knew if his he was feeding the fish. Because he didn't say so, so she never knew. So she was wondering if oh, the fish right. were okay. And so a- the- after that, every single time he would feed the fish, he would say on the television show, "I am." You remember how? That's you right. That dude would say that all yeah, the like, time. To feed the like, fish. dude, I know what fish. you're doing. Yep. So there you go. I love watching. See what I like about when you come over, Miss Kay, other than you cook nice stuff, is right. Like, me, you, and Adam can sit down here and we can just talk forever about anything. Real fucking conversation. I used to, I was very very disappointed when I found out that Mr. Rogers' house was not a house. It wasn't a house? 
No, it was a set. It's a set. It was a set? Yes. It was a fucking flat. It looked like a house. You didn't know that? No, you ruined my childhood. No, I'm... I'm <laughs> Good job, dickhead. Did you, did, did, honest, did you I know that? I knew it was a set. I didn't know it was a set. Well, because there was an episode of Mr. Rogers know. where it was like behind the scenes. Because he would always be in his house and walk right next to the make-believe land. They did a behind-the-scenes oh, no. show, and I wish they wouldn't have done that, because then you saw the fucking... It was just like plywood oh, no. in right. a line, and it was all open in front, and I'm like, this dude ain't have a real house. I'm so upset. I could have lived my whole life without knowing that. And it was like, there was a porch. I mean, they it had it was pretty big. It was a pretty big set. Right. Like, you could literally go from the driveway, which I was like, the, the grass don't grow. Mr. Rogers, grass don't grow. That, you know, but you go in... And then it goes all the way to the fish tank, and didn't didn't once right. he go out the back door? Didn't there wasn't there one episode where he had a where he did something with the I back door? Remember. I don't mean nothing fucked up by that. Don't make it <laughs> don't make it dirty. I love that. And then when they showed me, I'm like, oh! Next, you're gonna tell me Sesame Street isn't real. Now you knew that was a set, right? That I knew was a set. Right. That I knew. Except for all them brick houses and the stairs are but, set. On. No, I always thought it was a house. No, I was very disappointed to find. Growing up, and then I started to realize that everything, almost everything, is a set. Oh, uh, we've been talking a lot about Malcolm in the Middle around the house because right. my, my kid loves that. That's a set. Uh, yeah. the, the backyard, they go into the backyard. All of a sudden, it never, you know, it's like it looks different because it's a, the backyard's a set. There are parts of it that are real and parts of it that are not. And, and I don't. I used to not like knowing behind the scenes shit, and now I cannot help but watch a TV right. show and pick apart that was blue screen. That's a set. That dude over there needs to, you know, can't act. Right. Um, but the only reason he's got his job is some producer over here. I, like, I'm one of them guys that gets way too into the fucking show. That's like, and I, I pull myself out of it. He's I a make, psychoanalyzer. I make fun of comic fans for that exact reason. They can't, like, enjoy a, a comic book movie anymore because all they do is pick it apart. And I'm like, you've got to just sit down and go, I'm watching a movie about fucking Batman. Just let it go. <laughs> well, give, give, <laughs> you know, let give it me, go. Give me an example of, of something that comic comic book fan would pick apart in a, in a movie. Like... There's a recent movie that just came out, um, an anime movie called Batman Bad Blood, and it's basically... Oh, yeah, I yeah, did it, see it's that. Good. It's pretty good, by the Is way. Is it all right? Cool. But here's the thing. Everyone wants to pick it apart, because there are certain characters... It comes from an actual arc of the comics. This is not the Batfleck. No, no, no. This is an anime okay. movie. No, this yeah, is not yeah, Batfleck. Yeah. No. And it comes from an arc of the comics, and so everyone, for whatever reason, these huge comic nerds just want it to be exactly like it is in the comic. But do they actually but realize how lame. long it would take to do that anyway? No, it wouldn't take any more. It's that some things that work in a comic don't work in a movie. I would agree with that. Here, right. Here's something. They just don't. Here's something that... Uh, the pacing would be wrong. Have you ever read any of the Walking Dead comics? No. Oh, those would be horrible if they were dead to the they, to the television. There's just no way that oh, they, can, they can tell it. The the first episode is pretty close to the comic because okay. the, the first episode, the first comic, really sets up the whole story. So it's 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 almost theatrical in the way that it's written. It's almost like he wanted he imagined it as a movie. But there's a lot of parts of it where they're sitting in a fucking dirty RV. Uh, you know, there's a snowstorm. Um, so and so comes. So and so gets killed. So what you're but, saying but like, it's if, too if you, long and drawn out. Well, but if you need if you need an end of an episode it may not you know a dramatic end right it may not be that you, you're the comic writes that way you know you may have to write endings and just it just it's a, like she's saying it's a different format a comic you have what a, you know 50 pages to tell a story exactly you got 25 right. pages to tell not only that but you've got like say they wanted to do 
you know, there's there's a there's an art called uh, Batman and the Court of Owls. I'd love to see that as a movie. Could they turn a 30 comic arc into a one movie? No way. You can't do it. And that's kind of the problem. I think that they 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 fucked up with um, the last Dark Knight movies. They wanted to do too much, too you, you, much in one movie. Yeah. I mean, it was like. I mean, I couldn't even really sit through most of that movie. That movie's horrible. It, it, it was. It was. It felt like they and were trying so to do. They felt like they were trying to do two uh, two movies at once. Like they had the stories for two movies, so they squeezed them into one, or maybe even three movies. And you know, you just it's it's different. But I guess that's something people would nitpick. And, they, and so they do, and they nitpick it down to like, and they nitpick it so much they can't enjoy the movie anymore. But see, I enjoy I enjoy looking at this like what I call the seams or behind the scenes. And see, that's, and the, 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 like, that's good. Where, where the stitching goes. Like one thing that's that's a lot of fun for me to watch is the Fellowship of the Ring because I yeah. know how they did it, and sometimes I still can't figure out how they did it. Right. I mean, there's parts where the hobbits come in, and you're like, okay, I know that's green screen, and it you you can tell a little bit because I mean you can just. But there's sometimes there's some of the shit where they're in the fucking hobbit hole right bag in and i'm like i know fucking ian holm is not in the room right with fucking what's sort of like we were sitting Gandalf. around when we were watching the first captain america i cannot figure out how they made chris evans look that small i yeah. can't figure it out i don't know how that's they an, do it that's, ex- that's i don't an ex- know how they that's do it that's an example it's of, of I don't how CG, it's how it's fun to try to figure it out and when, when you well, when i but, but like i'm I sorry and did. i talked to i talked to my cousin about this and he was telling me, I said, why does why does so much of the CG in, in movies now look shitty? And he goes, it looks shitty because they don't want to do it right. Because it's it's better to do it cheap. Right. And like if you watch, and I gave as an example, the very first shot of the T-Rex walking across the road in Jurassic Park. Yes. In the rain. Yes. It's dark, but that fucker looks real. And I told real. him, I said, why does that look real? And then I go see... You know, a comic book movie or or a, a, one of the Peter Jackson, you know, Hobbit movies, and right. I'm like, this looks like shit. And he's like, because they don't want to take the time. Right. And well, that's what as a, view, a viewing public knows that they, they're looking for the seams. Right. Well, that's what I'm going to say. I know you guys didn't like uh, the Hobbit movies. No, but I watched. The I like the first one. I, like the I first watched one. the behind the scenes how they filmed the stuff for the dragon. That was fucking okay. wicked. Okay. That, that, I like the dragon. I like the dragon. Here's wicked. the thing, though. It's like they put all... It was all... a dude in a suit with a bunch of balls around him. Yeah, B- Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, my God. I mean, here's the thing. Like, it's like they put all their effort for the last two movies into the dragon. That was right. it. The only thing that looked good was the dragon. That's it. Everything I would ag- it. I would agree with that. But he, but Smaug looked great. Looked great. <laughs> but that was They it. were afraid to fuck him up, but not afraid to fuck the rest of the movie yeah. up. But they, it was just amazing. There shouldn't have been a third movie do that behind the scenes. <laughs> God, it was so bad. How they actually filmed it was just like, dang. I mean, the worst part is this you dude's could, actually crawling around on the ground. You like could the dead dragon. tell the pickup scenes. You could tell which scenes were the pickup scenes because they didn't have the same wigs. You know, <laughs> or I, I I try not to ah! I try not to on this show get too technical, but this is a case where I think our audience would probably appreciate it. Um, because I know most of them probably watched those Hobbit movies. Th- those last two Hobbit movies felt like one movie that they made two of, and one guy made part of it, and five guys made the rest of it. And it felt like a, ju- a jumbling jigsaw fuck-up. It did. Just a clusterfuck of shit. It was a clusterfuck. And by the end of the movie, I'm like, okay, what I really like is 
it, my my favorite actor is um, Bilbo. What's his name? Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. I like that dude. I like Gandalf. I like the dwarves. Why the fuck are we in Lake Town with these fucking dudes with fucking long white hair? I don't give a fuck about it. And I know they're all going to die when the dragon comes down anyway. Right. And, like, and then and I love him, but dude, Bard. I love him, dude. And, and it it it. it it might have saved the end of the movie, but not because it was good with Stephen Colbert's cameo. Because I'm like, all right, this movie's shit. Oh, but I, hey, there's Stephen Colbert. Right. But I, it was disappointing because I felt like Peter Jackson could have done a better job. But what I read online is that he knew he could have done a better job. He uh, was physically exhausted, and there, he literally just could not keep up the pace because it was dumped in his lap. These movies were dumped in his lap at the last minute when Guillermo del Toro didn't want to do them. Uh, and he was like, I guess for fans, he wanted to, to do it for the fans. I would he was just fucking exhausted, dude. I mean, right. he had to go in and, and do all his... His movie was going to be different than the other guys. So he had to... It was like... And you can tell he's like, Peter Jackson is literally... Right. Sleep at the wheel. Sleep at the wheel. You know? And that's... Can you imagine if those movies had been done by Del Toro? I don't know, man. I think they would have been too dark. I think they would have been maybe... Like, you know, Pe- Del but, Toro but here's, here's like- the, But it made me... It, back to Peter Jackson. It made me feel bad. I'm like, well, I fucking feel bad now because I fucking shit all over something Peter Jackson was having a heart attack over. Right. I don't but care. It, they just weren't as good as the first three. They just weren't. They were crap. You know. They were crap. Should have been one movie. Yeah. Should have been one movie with no Legolas. <laughs> Did we cut you off, dude? No. I'm good. Are, we, are you sure I that felt like I cut you off a couple no, times? No, I'm right. fucking good. See, this is awesome. Just fucking talk about shit. Okay. We're going to do a few articles here. Okay. Articles, I'm ready. My body I'm going to start ready. off with this one. Oh, At 81, fuck. Florence Henderson has multiple friends with benefits. Really? I'd Bless like to be woman. one of them. New York Post. Florence Henderson, who played wholesome Mrs. Brady on The Brady Bunch, is about to turn 82 on Valentine's Day, but age isn't keeping her from channeling her sexy side. Isn't she a lesbian? I think she does a lot of shit. I may have more than one friend with benefits, she told The Post. Mm -hmm. I think no matter how old you are, and I'm pretty up there in terms of numbers. Wow. Does she mean sexually? Yes. Yes. I think you should do whatever makes you happy, she said. If you want to wear long hair or wear that dress, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else, I say do it. If you want to go out and have a, a romantic, sexy affair, do it. Well, I, thought she was, I thought she was gay. Well, she, um, then, I don't think it matters, does it? No, I mean, she's, that's she's, great. Good for she's her. She's sleeping around. But you know what? I heard STDs are uh, rampant in the, the senior community because they're like, I can't get fucking pregnant. Right. Oh. So let's just and I'm going to die. Where did you and I hear got, that? No, that's actually... It was a story that we covered. It was a story we co- covered, and it was like from some kind of medical journal. Oh, shit. That basically, yeah. in nursing homes, these fuckers are getting you know all kinds of shit, okay. because they're like, listen, I got I could die tomorrow, right. and I can't get her pregnant, or exactly. I, I can't get pregnant. So, you know, but I'm thinking at that age, who really wants to... I will. Yeah. I mean, I hope I'm still getting it on when I'm 80. You know... Hell yeah! When I was when I was twenty, I did not think that I would ever think a, a fifty-year-old woman was sexy. I think a lot of fifty-year-old women are sexy. Now. Oh yeah! Oh, so it only oh, goes to say that by the yeah. time I'm sixty, if I make it that long, I'm gonna be like, oh man, that eight-year-old bitch over there looks fucking fine. I mean, boy, she sure does have a nice badonker donk. I mean, or you know, if I'm if if uh, you know, cross my fingers, me and my lady are still to get you know, together and alive at sixty. Um. She's going to be older. Right. Think that's going to bother me? Fuck no. You're going to be older. She's younger. 
No, I'm saying we're both going to be older. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm all confused. She's going to be 60. Say? I'll be fucking 64, 65, right. whatever. Yeah, you know, someone. You think whatever. that's going to bother me? Ain't going to bother me. Hell no. You know, and it ain't going to bother me that Sweet Cheeks is older too. She still lives over next door. <laughs> oh my god. And I hope Coco up the street still wow. flexing her fucking fat ass up and down the street. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow, you got you got energy for another one? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm ready. Bring it on. Should, should we do the, the plain one first or the cannibal one first? I don't know if we're going to be able to top the cannibal one. <sighs> do the plain one next. Let's do plain. Okay. I'm ready. Traveler writes note to flight attendant about farting passengers. Oh, I remember reading about this one. <laughs> Daily Mail. Inconsiderate passengers can make even the smoothest of flights a stressful experience. Well, it's not really stressful. No. No, it's called... It's just get, smelly. Pull the... But I can say it's ass. good to, and you know, breathe in farts. It's good for your brain. So you keep saying that, but I'm not sure it is. Just, look it up. Just ask one disgruntled traveler who took issue with one particular neighbor in the area of rows 10 to 12 who kept passing gas during the journey. <laughs> in fact, things got so bad at one point. Can we that open the un- up a window on this bitch? I can't breathe. <laughs> the unhappy passenger even went so far as to pass a desperate note written on a napkin to a flight attendant. Wow. So why didn't this person say anything to this person? Because they're pussies. I don't Passive, know. aggressive pussies. I don't think. Maybe they did say something. This uh, that We read the note. There was actually a picture of the note, but here's, right. here's the, uh, the note that was handed to the uh, flight attendant. I don't know if you can make an announcement, the note reads, but if you can, you should say that whoever is farting in the areas of rows 10 to 12 should definitely see a doctor because they might have ass cancer. <laughs> They might have ass cancer. What the fuck is ass cancer? You know, bunghole cancer. Oh, my God. Well, I guess I figured if it smelled that bad, something <laughs> fucked Something had a crawl up there and die. Dude, there used to be, quick aside, there used to be a, at my last job, there was a, a locker room to the side of the bathroom, and I heard okay. some of the most unhealthy sounds coming out of that <laughs> restroom. What, like two men making love to and each other you know, or what? You know, you know, I'll take Whatever, his name that's out. that's sexy. Oh God! That dude sounded like he was like fucking passing a kidney or something out of really? his fucking bowel. He's wow! Like, <laughs> oh my God! Sure, ain't one less bean burrito. As it turns out, though, the situation may not have been the flatulent passenger's fault. University of Copenhagen clinical professor Jacob Rosenberg tells Metro that the average amount of times a person breaks wind each day is exacerbated in the air due to a drop in the air cabin pressure. Oh, he just kept getting, he just kept getting passed around. Wow. Oh no! Well, well. wow. So, there we go. It goes on. Uh, well, here's the thing, though. Dude, if you have a problem with... Oh, him, oh, oh! What? what? Read on. Gotta read this. What? This isn't the first time flatulence has caused trouble in the air. Just last November 2nd, 186 goats caused a 747 freighter plane to make an emergency landing in <laughs> Bale des Parar after ga- wow. their gas allegedly set off smoke alarms. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if this was true, <laughs> but did you, did you read the story about how someone took a dump in the in the plane lavatory that was so intense that they had to turn around and land? Are you serious? I'm no! serious. Uh, look it up, dude. No. I can't remember where I read last it. Na- I know you ain't never been on a plane, dude, so I don't know nope. what happened. Um, never been on a plane. No, but it's... Must uh, have been a- they said that somebody apparently took, like, the biggest dump on the planet in this toilet, and it must have... I guess it stopped it up or caused some sort of problem with the plane, and they had to turn around and come <laughs> back. <laughs> wow. Now that's crazy. That's great. But you know that person... That's great. That person was never going to live that down, ever. 
Yeah, it probably was a, like an old lady or something, too. It probably was. Poor thing. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I just made a big stinky. Okay, in the we have one last article here, and I promise you this one's going to get weird. Miss K, you, okay. you tend to like homoeroticism. Yeah, I tend to like that. I don't know if you're going to like this one. Nope. This is from the Daily Mail. German cannibal who killed and ate his gay lover says what it was like. Oh, my. A notorious, German, a notorious German cannibal has described in shockingly graphic detail how he killed and ate his gay lover with his permission. What? Oh, yeah. Armine Muse became one of the most infamous cannibals in history after killing and consuming 43-year-old computer technician and dumbass Bern Brands in 2001. You threw that dumbass part in there. <laughs> yeah, I put That's that That's so fucking awesome. Well, I put that in there because uh, there's... There's there's a reason I said that. Okay, read on. The pair met after Brands posted an, an advert online entitled Dinner or Your Dinner and offering the chance to eat me alive. Wow. It's probably sexual euphemism, right? right I would exactly. assume so. I would have thought they were just talking about eating ass or something. No, Use. Wants him to goggle, gobble his cock. <laughs> <laughs> goggle his cock? Gobble his cock up and all its white creaminess. Muse, 42, from Rottenburg, has given horrific insight into the killing which stunned the country. I thought this sort of shit only happened in the U.S. Who knew? Oh, hell no. I wish I could do a German accent here. Yeah, I don't, can't. don't do it. I'm dude. just going to read it, but picture in your mind the German accent like that. That's all I can the do. The German accent. I decorated wow. the table with nice candles, he said. I took out my best dinner service and fried a piece of rump steak. A piece from his back made what I call princess potatoes and sprouts, mm. he said in an unprecedented interview for a new documentary. Doc's interview with a cannibal. What the fuck? This is like, this is like Hannibal Lecter. This is like... Right. Uh. For real. For reals. After I prepared my meal, I ate it. The first mm. bite was, of course, very strange. It was a feeling I can't really describe. I'd spent over 40 years longing for it, dreaming about it. There are it. strange people in this world. Wow. And now I was getting the feeling that I was actually achieving this perfect interconnection through his flesh. The flesh tastes like pork, but stronger. Well, I don't. Uh, I, that's not. That's not a ringing endorsement. Stronger, not really? Uh, what exactly does stronger mean? Uh, Any comments so far? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keep reading, because I think she's about to puke. Muse became the first person in Germany to be charged with murder for sexual satisfaction or love cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so just so, wow. I'm, just so I'm 100% clear, someone, the person who was eaten, put out an ad to have Saying someone eat, me. eat him? Yeah, basically, yes. Why? Because that's how he got off. No, he died. He didn't that, get off. He died. No, no. Keep reading the story. Oh, there was more? Oh, dear. Well, I don't know what happened, but some weird shit happened in this love cannibalism thing. Right. Okay, continue on. After the pair met, they went to Muse's isolated farmhouse, great place to go, where they had sex. So we did get off. Countryside, where you can see the mountains. But according to Muse, Brands was not satisfied because he wanted to be eaten alive. Told you. He got off. Uh Brands then swallowed 20 sleeping tablets with half a bottle of schnapps. That's it. I guess that they're gay, so they'd be drinking schnapps. Right. Before Muse cut off his <laughs> penis with his agreement and fried it for both of them to eat. <laughs> they ate his wiener together. No, it they no, put it, the wiener stench no, on it. No, it gets mouth. better. It gets better. <laughs> Keep reading, baby. Muse later ran a bath for Brands and read a Star Trek novel to him while checking on him every fifteen minutes. Oh hell yeah! You oh know. no, he no, he read the Star Trek novel to himself. He was oh, just okay. in the other room. Yeah. 
None of that. How the fuck can you read a Star Trek novel? Well, uh, after he cut it, and then the, after, and then after, and after the, he had his dick cut off, and they shared it. But after the dick got cut off, he went ahead and cauterized it so he wouldn't bleed to death. We don't know. But he was all passed out and drunk anyway, so he didn't know what the fuck was going on. He eventually killed Brands in the early hours of the morning by stabbing him in the neck and then chopping him into pieces. That don't sound... What the fuck, dude? He ain't dead yet? (laughs) No. You fucking cut his back off, you ate that. You fucking cut his dick off, you both ate that. You fucked uh, him. You gave him half a bottle of schnapps and 20 sleeping pills. He could have at least given him decent vodka or something. He had put parts of him in the freezer and buried his head in his garden. (gasps) You know, that was for fertilizing. Oh, my. His heads of corn. Muse. (laughs) Dude, that's Yeah, like that Johnny Depp movie. Right. Rear Window. No, what was it called? It wasn't Rear Window. Secret Secret Garden. Secret Secret Window. Garden. Secret right. Garden. Secret Garden. Secret Garden is a movie, but that's a Secret children's window. movie. Secret, Secret, Secret Rear Window. <laughs> <laughs> Sticker in a rear window, what? Muse filmed much of the gruesome killing in 19 minutes of the four-hour video later, show, later shown during his trial. Wow. But according to the documentary, documentary the video is too disturbing to show, oh so they're going to put it out. Oh, oh, my God. I was interested in that. No, you weren't. Oh, yeah, here, here, wait a minute, guys. i got to pr- pronounce something. Uh-oh. Muse has become now known as Der Meisengeistermeister. <laughs> Way to go, bud. Wait, what'd you, you try? Meistermeister. You tried. Or the master butcher blames his father for his behavior, and he abandoned his family when Muse was just five years old. That does not oh. mean you want to eat people. Well, that's just so you can get out of prison. Come on. He was left as the only man in the house with both his older brothers also left. Sorry, dude. That's that is not, not an excuse for killing no. and eating somebody. Even if he did say to do it. Right. Here we go. It was only after the death of his mother that Muse stumbled across the world of cannibalism online where he discovered chat rooms oh of people, people offering themselves to be eaten. Hey, what you know, the fuck? You never seen any chat- of those? Have you? I've watched a movie about it. It's okay, I was going to say, let's, don't go telling me that you go online no, and look no, that I shit up. The movie You're going to get arrested. It. Dude, does this sound a little bit like Norman Bates to you? A little bit, yes. Because they're fucked up. They what like the, the taste of flesh. What the fuck is the matter with you? Like, oh my God. It gets them off. My eye is watering. Ugh. Muse was arrested in, De- in December 2002 after police were tipped off by a young Austrian student that Muse had killed and eaten someone. Wow. Police how did they vis- find out? Well, he must have told someone. He must have told someone. People always tell. That's how they right. always get caught. They tell somebody. They police can't keep it to themselves. Police how they want to be caught. Police visited his isolated farmhouse and discovered meat that Muse claimed was wild pig in his freezer, which had a false bottom. At his trial, several men who harbored fantasies of eating human flesh testified that there was a large network of like-minded individuals who connected through cyberspace in a bid to satisfy their fantasies. Muse's obsession with eating someone began as a teenager, he said during his trial. But after killing Brands, he admitted that he had my big kick and I don't need to do it again. So I'm not going to do it again, so let me out. Right. Basically, that's what he's saying. He came to me of his own free will to end his life. For him, it was a nice death. You know, I would disagree because the part where you fucking stabbed him in the neck. Really? That couldn't have been If you're just going to give him the sleeping pills and he wants to cut his dick off so you can eat it, I mean, do whatever. It's fucked I up. They, I wonder if they use sauerkraut in a bun. Oh, boy. It's fucked up. But Grill that I, sausage in a frying pan. It's just, it's just too weird for words. And 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 that yeah, he, yeah, they, yeah that they, was they what shared that sausage. The, the Christian community would say is, is all all long. all devi- all homes uh, all homeschoolers right? all homosexual homeschoolers are deviant and would do things like this. Oh, okay. isn't that kind of the vibe you got when we were growing up? Right. Yes. See, yes. Here's the much. thing, like. 
you, you question, like, you know how sometimes when you watch a movie or, or read a book and you think, oh, that could never happen in real life because it's so fucked up, right? And then, yes. bam, it does. And then, and then you read shit like this. That's worse. And it's worse right. than all the shit that people come up with well, in the movies. Have you ever seen that movie Ravenous? Like, 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 and you, yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to save that one for the end. I read that this uh, week, and I thought that's pretty funny. We actually should have done whistling through the graveyard on that one. Yes, we should. Well, done, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that coming up soon. But I think everybody's getting tired and uh, sleepy and a little full of the wine. So we're gonna Maybe. sign off for this week's episode of Live Dudes. My name is J Mac. I'm Adam Lee Sewer. Who's gay? Saying if you need a deep, deep cocking, then just come and knocking. So I'm working on this uh, this new song. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's good or not. I'm, all, I'm always worried about that. It's it's not okay. a funny song. It's not a funny song. It's not a funny song, really. No. Um. So. It's kind of Beatley Oasis, kind of a little bit, a little like Indian kind of rock. Okay. So is it like a song that you're doing, or we as a team are doing? Or Probably. is this like a personal uh, it's, I think it's more of a personal thing. But I, I don't oh, know. Should cool. I put it out on J-Mac Attack? Where else am I going to? Well, yeah. I mean, you're going to have to. I mean, that's that's for us to share all sorts of musical uh, concoctions. I, well, I we've say. got some other shit coming, too. Well, yes, we, we do. We were going to work yes, on it do. tonight, but uh, we have a guest. Yes, we do. Which they will already know because they've already listened to the show. Exactly. Duh. So, you know, shit's in the works. Yeah, whatever. Why don't you sit back and fucking just enjoy it? I don't want. I don't want to. You know, sound arrogant, but we're yeah. kind of a big deal. Ah, uh, well, that's what I was thinking. <laughs>